Alright, I am just gonna go straight into this. This is something that God has been working on and speaking into my heart and into my mind for the past couple of years, and I just haven't taken the time to articulate what God is doing inside of me. <laughs> so here's my attempt to do that. And it's about identity. Identity. And how much it sucks when I hear people speak word curses over themselves. And as a dude who struggled majorly with addiction, alcoholism, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, suicidal actions, um, and everything that comes with that. Like, I, I would go to these AA meetings. For two straight years, I did this. I went to meetings every day and every night for two straight years. And I'd walk into these meetings and I would say, hey, I'm Zach and I'm an alcoholic. And that's how you introduce yourself and then, then you say what you're going to say. And without even knowing what I was doing, I was partnering with addiction. And I was telling my soul to identify with something that I didn't even want to be. And it's really dangerous to do that. And let me, let me just say this. I'll go ahead and say this before I expand. Um, I love AA. I love Alcoholics Anonymous. Played a huge role in saving my life. And I will always, always, always recommend this program to anybody who's struggling with anything. It gives a practical way of living that was very different and so much better than the way that I was living. And I still go to meetings sometimes because they're good. Okay, so please know that. One thing I will not be shy about though is this identity component and the labels like they've got to go because you might be struggling with addiction you might be struggling with alcoholism you might be experiencing depression or anxiety or even suicidal thoughts but let me just say this like point blank you are not your conditions. You are not your experiences. And when you say I am this or I am that, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Your words literally have the power to create or they have the power to destroy. Your words can build up or tear down. You can build others up, you can tear them down. You can build yourself up or you can tear yourself down. And it's in the words you say 
and the thoughts you think. And so back to the AA thing, it's like I would go to these meetings every single night and I, you know, stayed sober and I was starting to get a little bit happy, but I for sure didn't feel free. And I think there's a big difference in being happy with your circumstances and, you know, kind of getting your life together and being free, like in your soul. There's a, there's a huge difference. And so I would go to these meetings, call myself an alcoholic, call myself a drug addict, even though I'm sober. And then I would go home and read scripture and scripture suggests something else entirely. Like here are the words of Jesus. He says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Who the son sets free shall be free indeed. And scripture says, if, if you have given your heart to the Lord, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and you belong to Christ, he's given you a new identity and you are a new creation. And the freedom that it's talking about is freedom from everything. Addiction, alcoholism, depression, anxiety. You have freedom from that if you belong to Christ. It's freedom from yourself. It's the freedom to become like Christ. And that's what I'm doing. I'm not perfect yet. <laughs> I still sin every day. I still judge people. I think mean thoughts. I think some terrible things. And I do, I do messed up things still. And I have to repent daily for my sins. But I don't have to partner with them. Because I know what the truth is. And the truth is that God has forgiven me and he's redeemed my soul and he sees me as spotless and blameless and pure so now that I know this I can't possibly walk into a meeting and call myself something that I'm not because I've been set free and that's a choice I get to make every single day. And it's a choice I had to make three years ago when I was kind of at this cross. I was staying up every night, walking, like coming back from those AA meetings. I'll, I'll never forget those nights. There was a meeting every Sunday night and every Wednesday night right across the street from my apartment. So I would literally walk there and I would walk back home and I would have this time to process everything that just went down. I would have this time to think and internalize with the Lord and pray about like, okay, what, what does this mean? And then I would get in the word and I would stay up till like 5 a.m. thinking about this very thing that I'm talking about right now. It's like, man, something just doesn't feel right. Like I'm calling myself, labeling myself an alcoholic, but I don't feel like one anymore. And so it felt like a really big risk to kind of just take a leap into God's arms and into the words of Jesus and embrace this concept of freedom 
when everybody in my circle in my sober life was telling me, bro, you got to come to these meetings. Like, if you stop going to meetings, you're going to get depressed. You're going to start drinking again, and you're going to become suicidal like it's going to kill you. People actually told me that, and I believed it. But then I, I just had, I had to take a leap into, like it was Jesus that saved my life in the first place on that day, September 29th, 2014, when I was on my face, weeping, prepared to kill myself, had already written suicide letters and had a gun on the floor. And it's like the presence of Jesus flooded my bedroom and I knew that he was there. And I surrendered everything in a moment. And so for my life to change, like it was a gradual process, but it was also like, like sudden. And so like, if Jesus can do that in my life, then I'm willing to take a chance on his words being true and his words are freedom and his words are life and God himself, like everything we see and experience in this universe and creation. God made everything with his words. His word is the very essence of life. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You can create things with your words. And as, as David like wrote in the, I love Psalms, cause probably cause I'm an emo kid at heart. Um, and I believe David was too, I think. I think David was a two on the Enneagram just in the way he writes. Um, that's another whole identity thing I'm not going to go into. The Enneagram says I'm a two. God says that I'm free. So I'm just going to use that label from now on. But uh, yeah, even David knew that he needed to encourage his own soul. He wrote to his own soul, why are you downcast, oh my soul? Because he knew the words that he told himself carried power and weight. And he needed to encourage his own spirit so that he could have the strength and hope to carry on. Because, I mean, that dude went through a lot and put himself through a lot. And he had a lot to be grateful for and he had a lot to repent for. And I can relate to that. So, it's, it's, I can't even put words on how important this is to know and understand. Whether you struggle with addiction or, or not, or depression, or it's like when you say I am a certain thing, I am blank, I am this, I am that, you're telling your soul to partner with that thing. So again, like you might be experiencing that thing, but you are not that thing. You are redeemed. You are forgiven. You are a child of God. That's your identity because that's the one you'll always be. Those, those other things in these circumstances, this life is all temporary. It's all going to fade away. But one thing that will not change is your identity in Christ. That's eternal. That's what lasts forever. So you might as well get used to calling yourself what you really are.
a child of God. That's identity.